This episode is brought to you by Geekade.com, where we create an array of podcasts, articles, and more for everyone, no matter what your geek is. And if you want to help us make even more content, please consider supporting us on Patreon. That's patreon.com slash Geekade. Now on with the show. Warning, the following program contains adult language, adult themes, and spoilers. Viewer discretion is advised. Since just after the dawn of time, man, woman, and animal have looked up at the skies, and they asked the question, wow. And the answer to that primordial question is space and luxury tourism. Hi, I'm Herman Judd. I believe in space tourism, not just because I run a space tourism company, but because I genuinely believe in it as a thing. Good evening and welcome to this week's episode of This Week's Episode. This is episode 195 for the week of February 13th, 2020. I'm your host, Evan Goldstein, and with me as always is the captain of the ship, Karen Randazzo. It'll be at the bottom of the swimming pool on deck. Fuck you. <laughs> and the actor we hired to play the captain, Chris Randazzo. If you're not completely satisfied, you're wrong. <laughs> we here on this week's episode talk television. This was my pick this week. Uh, I chose Avenue 5, Season 1, Episode 1. I was flying. But before we get into any of that, here's your weekly reminder that you can get in touch with us at mail at geekade.com. Just include the words this week's episode in the subject line and let us know what you think of the show. Tell us what we're doing right. Tell us what we're doing wrong. Suggest a show because we want to hear from you, the listener. Hey, guys. Hey, Hi. Evan. It's been a week, huh? Yeah. Yep. Continues to be. Uh, so, how you guys been? Well... As we discussed offline, we are tired <laughs> yeah. because children are apparently allergic to sleep. Indeed. Well, and no, want not their sleep, your them. sleep. They're allergic well, to your sleep. They could use more of their own. <laughs> That's the problem is that they're also not getting enough of their own sleep. So they're freaking nightmares when they're awake because they're tired. But no, they're not tired. I'm not tired. I don't have to You're use You're tired. You shut up. <laughs> I, at dinner, I made a point of pointing out to the children to look at their dad and see why we're always telling them they need more sleep because this is what happens to you when you don't have enough. Do you see what you're doing to your father? Look at your I father. Basically, look at what's that. left of me. I'm a, a sad Shell mess. Of a man. Oh, I'm so sorry, guys. I feel bad. But there's literally hey. nothing I could do. And nobody made us have children. This is true. very true. This is very true. So, um, Offline, Karen, you started talking about uh, starting up a new series, or not not a new series, the new season of a series. Yeah, um, I can't even say that I started it because I got <laughs> literally I watched half of the first episode of Sabrina season three. Uh, okay, so I, I haven't even gotten enough under my belt to uh, so she, be, allegedly be able to speak on it by by the looks of the the trailers. She went all goth like what was that what was that movie um the craft i felt it was very craftian so i'm curious yeah, as she's to... uh supposedly embracing her like you know her <laughs> demonic uh her wiccan ways yeah well at the end of season two they revealed that uh her the guy she thought was her father is not actually her father her father's actually satan so uh her uh, uh, demonic uh, parentage as it were oh and now she's got to go to hell. And I don't know. I mean, about the same as a as an immaculate conception, I'd imagine. Okay, all right, maybe. except probably the opposite because everything on the show is the opposite of anything Christian. <laughs> Which is why I always try to make sure I like know who I'm talking to before I recommend the show to them. Like, if you like Jesus, you probably won't this like is the show. not the show for you. <laughs> oh boy. Oh no. <laughs> I was I was talking to 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 someone about um in my area I I live pretty much in like the Bible Belt now and I was talking about um do you know the author Dan Ryan Dan no no Dan Ryan is Dan Ryan <laughs> Dan Ryan is SAG Dan Brown Dan Brown yeah and I was talking about you know the movies that they had made off of his books you know Angels and Demons and whatnot and and I look at him and I'm like, oh wait 
before I go any further, are you Catholic-y at all? <laughs> He's like, no. I'm like, all right, then this this will be fine. There are way less questions for those that are less Catholic than they are more Catholic. <laughs> got to be careful with got to know your audience before you start talking about some of this stuff. Yeah. So well, I was able to start Sabrina because I did finally finish The Crown. And? Um, it was all right. It Ugh. was a weird season. Um, it was worth the watch, but it was structured very <laughs> weirdly. There were like way more attention to pay, paid to some things I just didn't care about. And like other characters like disappeared for half a season. I'm like, where is that person? Because I want to know what's happening with them. Mm. And maybe the answer is historically nothing was happening with that person. <laughs> and like, that's just the way it is. But gotcha uh the way the season ended like there was some interesting stuff about um prince charles and like he wanted to marry this girl and but the family didn't find her acceptable and so they like basically interfered okay and uh that was that was just some interesting stuff that i didn't know about because it was all like pre-princess diana Oh, I thought you were going to say, and it was Princess Diana. No. <laughs> what a twist. A, I, I, it, I, it, I mean, I'm sure they're going to get to Princess Diana in the next season, but it makes me feel like him marrying her was kind of a fuck you to the family. <laughs> mm, okay. Nice. Um, And then, like, the last episode was all about the Queen's sister, who is a very interesting character. She's the one that's being played by Helena Bonham, Bonham Carter. Mm-hmm. And uh, it's basically the breakup of her marriage um and it was a really interesting episode and then at the end of it um they they decided to punctuate the season with the queen's jubilee which is the 25th anniversary of her taking the throne okay and like one didn't have anything to do with the other (laughs) it was like they spent 50 minutes talking about margaret and her husband and the affair she had and how she got caught and she was you know in the tabloids and all this stuff and then at the end of it her sister like went to see her and like console her about her divorce and everything and then and then she was like, so my Jubilee's coming up. Should I do it? And the sister's like, yeah, you should do it. And then the, the, the last scene was like, going to the Jubilee. I'm like, what the fuck is happening here? <laughs> what the hell like, just happened? Who put this together? <laughs> so it was a bit weird. But, you know, I think the next season is getting into a um, window of history that I'm at least somewhat familiar with. Mm-hmm. So... Uh, so I think that'll be more interesting to watch. Cool. I mean, you, I remember you saying last week that it was a bit of a, what was the word? A slog? A slog, yeah. yes. Yeah, that's... Yeah, it, it was very, like, hit or miss. Like, some episodes were good and some were just like, oh my god, why am I watching this? Yeah, and, it, and that's unfortunate, especially with the limited amount of time that we all have to... Mm-hmm. to want to watch something so badly and then just go why am i watching this or like then questioning why did i want to watch this that's never never good yeah it's like it's when we say at the end of the show what's the homework like this was homework yeah (laughs) like homework i did not want to do yeah that's unfortunate well uh, you made it through now you you got something on the horizon so that's good 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 uh, Assuming my daughter ever lets me watch it. I, I you should just bef- let her watch it with you one episode. Well, and then, as I said before the show started, the she, she woke up in the middle of me trying to watch the first episode last night and then wanted to join me. Like, could not, this is like, of anything I watch, this is the least appropriate for children show that that is in my entire repertoire. She was like, I like scary stuff. Can I come watch it with you? Oh, you think so, kid? Come no. on in. Let's come on. Sit down. I'm not explaining anything. Just soak it in. <laughs> Who's that? That's nope. the devil. <laughs> Figure it out. <laughs> What's a devil? <laughs> God. Oh, boy. no. The opposite of God. Yeah, I know. Uh-huh. Ah, so, Chris. Hi, how you doing? Good, good, sir. How are you? Uh, you know, I'm okay. Uh, I know, okay. I know, I know. You're 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 battling the tireds as well. But did I you am. did you get a chance to to catch on to anything this week? I forget. Did I had I finished BoJack last week? Did I talk See, about? And this is the problem. I feel because I also edit SAG. I can't remember if you spoke about it then. Or here. <laughs> well, forget about it. I'm talking about it here anyway. Go for um, it. <laughs> so I, I, I had been... Uh, I, I stayed up late to finish BoJack Horseman. Okay. Um, because there was... I only had like one episode left. And I really wanted to see where it was all going. Because this, this second half of the last season has been... 
kind of difficult to watch because a bunch of stuff was coming to a head. And I had mentioned before on the show that, you know, I just didn't know really how I wanted this show to end because it's, it's a, it's a tough situation because 50% of the time Bojack is not a horrible person. You like at least not horrible enough that you want to root for him. But at the same time, he's done some pretty effed up Mm -hmm. stuff. So it's a, I thought it was going one way with the second to last episode and I was just, I was not super thrilled with it just because I felt like I could see where it was going. And oh, uh, okay. that's one of those things that, like I was really enjoying about the last season was that I didn't know what they were doing. I didn't really, I really had no idea how it was going to end. And, uh, it turns out I didn't know how it was going to end. And, that was not only surprising uh, in a very good way that I didn't actually, I wasn't really able to see how it was going to end, but they they gave it, I think, the best possible ending that they could have because, I mean, obviously without spoiling anything, I won't give any specifics, but it wasn't it wasn't a happy ending, but it wasn't a bad ending either. Like, some characters did get happy endings. Some characters, you know... Are, do no longer have Bojack in their lives. Okay. Uh, other characters d- d- took a different route. Like, it was... Satisfying? It, bro- it was very, very satisfying. And in a world where we just got an extremely satisfying ending to The Good Place... Oh, we're going to sh- talk about that in a, in a minute or two. <laughs> shortly thereafter, getting this extremely satisfying ending to Bojack Horseman, uh, it was pretty remarkable to get that much good ending TV at the same time. And really, I, I I was very, very impressed with this this show. Like, I didn't even know what I thought I was going to get out of watching this show when I started it. Mm-hmm. Because, you know, I've said before, I don't really love... I don't really love Will Arnett. I don't find him all that amusing. But uh, he's uh, he was amazing in this show. Like, and the entire show... The, the stuff that they... When they wrapped up Diane's characters, um, kind of his friend... Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I, yeah. I, I don't really know how to describe her to anybody who doesn't know who she is. But she's this friend character, and the, the God, the last like couple of episodes with her, the way they've dealt with her depression and being on antidepressants and uh, the weight gain and all this other stuff, and like the way her life changed from moving and finding the right people to be around and. It's for a show about a bunch of animals, <laughs> talking animals. It's so astonishingly realistic uh, with the way that it handles emotions. Okay. Uh, it's it's really nuts. Um, and our our friend uh, our friend Jess uh, Larita said on on Twitter, I think the best way uh, the best way possible, BoJack Horseman is over and everything is worse now. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Which, if you've seen the show, you know what that means. I yeah, I have not caught the end of it. I, I it, that was a show that never clicked for me because and and I it and I think it's because of the way you put like the way you say he is he's not a bad character, but he's not a likable character. Yeah, and or even or sometimes the opposite. He's not he's not a good character, but he's a likable character. It goes back and forth with him, mm-hmm. so it's he's a very complicated character. And, and I, I like I like that a lot about him, but it it takes more than it takes more than a little bit to get into it because mm-hmm. of that. Like, I I wasn't sure I was in love with this show. Like, I wasn't really nuts about it when I started it. You know, it, it right. took me a couple episodes, but it was intriguing enough to keep going. And obviously, there's enough people in my life that I respect who spoke incredibly highly of the show that I wanted to give it a fair shake. And so I did, and I'm really glad I did because it's extremely memorable and it's something that I will go back to. Good. Good. Outside of that, um I don't know. What the heck else to I mean, I think I've, I've just been watching uh I haven't landed on what I want to do with myself uh <laughs> at Next. work. Uh so I've just been I started Lord of the Rings today. Oh. Uh but I've just been watching more uh, Law and Order mostly, but I did I did start the ex- extended editions of Lord of the Rings. Oh, so you got like 6-7 years to go before you got to yeah. pick something else. It's been a long time since I've seen those movies. They're they're they're, they're really very good. Yeah. Those ones hold up so well, and the Hobbit ones mm. way less so. <laughs> they're not great movies. Well, we can we could chat 
in a minute about things that you brought you guys brought up last week that I have now finally caught up on. But I came across this show called The Outpost. It is a CW show. And I saw the the description for it, which intrigued me and i'm going to read the description talon is the lone survivor of a race called the black bloods she sets off to the edge of civilization to track her family's killer on her journey she discovers her supernatural powers which she must learn to harness to achieve her goals okay that sounds so much up my alley i i was so jazzed now angela got to check it out first and she made it through half an episode (coughs) Then I turned it on, and I made it through like 14 seconds of an episode. Because it is a CW show put through a Seafy acting filter. Oh, boy. Oh, my God. I that, want... that sounds great. Oh, my God. <laughs> it, was, it was abysmal. It, mm-hmm. I, it was so bad. And it was... It, Whew. I'm curious, and like right now, <laughs> I just sat down because I figured this has got to be off the air. It's got to be done. Nope, it's got a season two, and it has still not been canceled. So it it does have CW going for it, meaning that they'll keep anything on yeah, the air for yeah. a, cer- a certain <laughs> amount of time. Nice low standards over there. Oh, it was it was so bad. But on the other side of that, I we did get to finish the good place. Yay. And, oh. oh, goodness. I just remembered that I had something else I wanted to bring up. So Okay. Well, go ahead. You bring can, that up. Well, then we, I, want, I want to take some time talking about the good You want place. to take some time talking about good place. Yeah. We started Lock and Key. Oh, I haven't. I, okay. So, I mean, obviously obviously somebody, somebody on this show is going to make that an episode. Like, that's yes. going to be our feature topic. So I won't go too crazy in depth, mm-hmm. but I will. I just have to say that I, I am really enjoying it. Good. It is taking some interesting liberties. Mm-hmm. Uh, like it's definitely, I was re- I read an interview uh, about the show earlier today, and uh, it talked about some of the uh, the the choices that they're making uh, as far as like keeping things different from the comics. Uh, right. So it is definitely a very specific thing that they are doing. Like we want to you know tell our own stories in this universe. Like obviously keeping in the the main thing, but not just do a straight adaptation of the books, which I'm totally good with. You know, right. As because long as they they're... keep the spirit, like that's Exactly. And they are effectively telling the same story, but they're they're telling the same story as the comics in like a different order. They're meeting characters and doing things out of order. And it works. It, it's it's you know chronological order in the show, but it's like oh that didn't happen until way later in the comics. Or this character was not this character was doing something very different at this point in time, and and et cetera, et cetera. Mm-hmm. Um, but the one thing that I was really curious how they were going to tackle on the show visually was the head key, okay. because uh, that's in the comic book is, is a very interesting effect okay and uh as soon as i had heard anybody for over the years anybody wanted to adapt this i was like how are they going to translate that to reality like how are they going to translate that to live action because this is extremely abstract and just doing it straight is probably going to be a very complicated effect and uh i was very happy with the way that they handled it it was it's different but the way that they did it uh it ultimately achieves the same storytelling effect and actually awards them a couple of different opportunities to to do things slightly differently. So Awesome. I'm I'm digging it. I feel like if you're a fan of the book, I mean they they've been consulting with Joe Hill the whole time. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh and if you're a fan of the comic books, I th- I think you you got to watch the show. It's not, you know, I don't know. I, I don't want to say don't it's have not to I mean, from what I understand, that there, it's it's not a necessity to read. Oh the books. goodness, no, no, not like, at all. You don't have oh, yeah, to have I, read the I'm books. I'm watching it, and I have no idea what what. You and know, how do you? And are you enjoy it? Yeah. Okay. I'm good. hooked. It's pretty good. Yeah, good. Good. It's good. it's it's super interesting, and it's it's fun for me watching this. <laughs> Ninety-nine times out of a hundred, she's the one who's familiar with source material. You know, mm. she's the one who's read books, and other you know, because <laughs> otherwise it's like comics, and I know more about older comic book characters than she does, but not by a whole lot. And so uh, this is one of those things like 
I really know what I'm talking about, and uh, I just reread it. Right? I'm still rereading it. I'm still. uh, Oh man, I just got to such a crazy. I'm I'm past where I had read it the first time, Mm -hmm. so now I'm I'm learning new stuff, and I just got to the point with. uh, uh, Have you read all of the comics? Uh, A long. I've. It's been a long time. Gotcha. I just got to a point where a bunch of stuff just went down with uh, the Zach character, who we have not been introduced to yet in the show, which I find very strange that we have not been introduced to Zach yet. But, uh, you know... One of the first Christmas gifts I bought Angela was like the third volume of Lock and Key. It was like she got this specific... You know how like when they trade together comics they'll be like the regular edition the omnibus edition the special edition but it's all the yeah. same <laughs> interior pages just a different cover well she got like these hardbound editions and we and she was having the hardest time finding volume three and I came across it and i bought it for her and now she's rereading you know the first trade to get into like to before starting to watch the show and i'm and i'm not going to reread it i wanted i, I wanted to see the opening so i reread the opening passages and mm-hmm. i'm gonna let it to let the show go to see where they be, you know because i have an affinity for comics i usually like the comic more than i like the live action retelling or the, the cartoon retelling and i'm gonna give the show that side first let it let it play it out and then reread the mm-hmm. the, the trades later but I'm glad you're liking it. I was really, I'm really, I'm. I was afraid that I was not going to like it, and I'm very happy that I'm as happy with it as I am. <laughs> uh, real quick, complete like edit out thing. I have things to discuss with you, like some very amusing scuttlebutt that you are going to enjoy. Okay, all right. That's well, <laughs> we'll save that for 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 later. <laughs> yeah, podcast break. for another podcast. Yeah, no, no podcasting on this one. Okay. <laughs> Scuttle, is, uh, we will be scuttlebutting later. Yeah. I wanted to thank you before we start talking about a good place. Chris, you had asked for Looney Tunes. <laughs> yeah, I did. Okay, so I have been working on my Plex, getting all the Looney Tunes, and there's a, uh, I can't even remember what they're calling it, the Golden Edition. Yeah, it's like, we have the first, um, the Golden Collections, we have the first three of those. And I noticed that that's how years are set up and like, quote unquote, seasons are like, oh, well, these are like the discs and the Golden Collections. So that's Got the it. thing, like the TV, so Plex has this media, uh, a metadata system where it'll put in information for the, the, the file that you have. Uh, it's not grabbing the metadata when it's set as a TV show, but if I drop it in as a movie, it makes each independent seven-minute mini-movie a, a, a title. So mm-hmm. I, you know, I grabbed like five of them to check to see what it was, and one of them was um, uh, Bugs Bunny Baseball, or, or, or it, was, it was... Oh, goodness. <laughs> I love the baseball one. Oh, and... I it that and I I hate this pun, but I fell down a rabbit hole where I just was watching and watching. I haven't watched Looney Tunes in so long. And they hold up, man. They, they hold so up. They're do. as funny now as they were then. They're it, they are genius. I, I like the 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 end. I <laughs> the end of the baseball episode where he's you know playing the game against this whole team of brutes and whatnot and this guy uses a giant tree to knock a ball all the way across <laughs> new york and he takes a cab but the cab is driven by one of the teammates and then he gets onto a bus and he's riding on the bus and then he goes to the top of the umpire state building not the empire mm-hmm. the umpire and he tags himself up so he could lift himself up the flagpole and he throws the glove in the air i remember all of this from when i was a child like all of these visuals were coming back and then at the very end when the umpire says you're out and the, the the other player starts to argue, and the the, the Statue of Liberty in in copper. That's what the man said. Starts arguing. He said that. That's what he said. He said that. That's what he said. All of that replayed so vividly in my mind from when I was a child. So I just wanted to thank you for that because I never would have gone down that road, never in a million ways with all of the stuff that is out new. To, to try to to soak in it was so nice to to check out i th- like i think i have something like 350 episodes to just 
just you don't have to watch them in order because there is no through line. Yeah, there, you yeah, just there's dip no right line. in. If you, I, I like the singer, I love Moon the and the Juna and the Spring. And spring. I watched that one. Like this, uh, Looney Tunes and Merry Melodies, top notch television for those that have never watched it. Shame on you. But. I mean, it's uh, <laughs> one of my, our our kids love Duck Amuck is probably their favorite one, which is. Which I think is great because it shows that they have excellent taste because mm-hmm. it's one of the best episodes of Looney Tunes ever. Mm-hmm. It's the one where you know Bugs Bunny is the is secretly drawing the cartoon that da- Daffy's in, and <laughs> yeah. God, that one's a, a flipping classic. And, and they get the jokes. They, they do. Get the comedy. They get the That's jokes. So important. <laughs> and it, that is truly the most important part. Not that it's just you know slapsticky. There are jokes in there, which is it was way ahead of its time. It was great, great television. <sighs> but so the good place, the huh? good place. I'm I I agree with you guys. I I they ended it very very well. They wrapped up everything that they needed to wrap up, and I love confident Cheaty. <laughs> confident Cheaty is shut up. I'm confident now. Uh, is amazing. <laughs> <laughs> it's I the only problem I had was that it's over. I could have gone for more. Seeing all of the the um oh Janet's, uh-huh. that was a that was great. All the different versions of Janet, like just I, it makes me want more shows to uh, to to have this standard of quality because it it didn't falter throughout however many seasons it ran. Well, it was short, right? Three, three or four, four, four seasons, like it. It didn't reinvent any wheels. It didn't try to change, but it it was consistently good throughout the whole thing. And yeah, I mean, I'm I'm person. I'm I, I'm glad it ended. Like I really am because it didn't get a chance to overstay its welcome. Mm-hmm. It had a story to tell. It told it, and it it did it. It didn't waste any time. It didn't get thick in the middle. It was just it was uh, it was a perfect sitcom. It was exactly everything it should be, and it is. I was presumably infinitely rewatchable. You know, we're not we're not there yet, but you know, there was there didn't seem to be anything like problematic in it or anything. I mean, you're uh, not going to get the same jolt, but no, it's not going to have the impact that some of the reveals had. But that's okay. It's the, but the, the the storytelling was still solid enough that yeah, I feel that it is immensely rewatchable. Great I'm characters. Surprised the finale did not make me cry more. Because I'm a crier, and I just expected that. I'm like, well, this is the end, and I really love these characters. And I was expecting to be, you know, like, super moved. And I wasn't, like, it wasn't that I wasn't affected. It just didn't make me cry. Except when Chidi was, wanted to leave, and she wanted to stay. That was the only part that really killed me. But the rest of it was just like, no, this is this is good. This is happy. This is how this should be. Yeah. But I, I just, I don't know, for, for a show that's made me cry about other things, I was surprised that the ending didn't really hit me that hard in the in the tears department. I, I will agree with that. It did, I did, I'm, <laughs> I am a crier as well. Um, I just, I feel like the, the story went in the path that it should have, that everybody, I don't want to, yeah, everybody got what they should have gotten. So it was satisfying how's that that's that's mm-hmm. that's a good way to put it and i uh definitely will be creating a cross-stitch piece that says take it sleazy <laughs> absolutely because that's uh you know it's an important moment in the show it is it is ah <sighs> so that's i mean i gotta i put a couple of things onto my plex so to check out um at some point in time i wanted there's a kidding Curious to see that's the uh, Jim Carrey. That's the Jim Carrey thing. Jim, I was where he's doing a children's show. I'm crazy curious to see about that. Uh, I don't know why, but I felt the necessity to acquire old school episodes of MacGyver because you know <laughs> why not? It's I'm trying to find things that I could just put on in the background and not pay attention to. And come on now, MacGyver falls right into that. Like you could just peek right in and go oh my god he's making something out of paperclip and bubblegum and he's gonna save the day guaranteed i've never actually seen macgyver does he really do that uh yeah yeah huh. he 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 yes he is a problem solver <laughs> that's 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 what macgyver is so 
Oh, there was one other thing that I did sort of watch that we talked about last week. Um, <laughs> uh, the Oscars. Yeah, I was going to ask was... you about that because none of, in our newsfeed, nothing of the Oscars popped up there. I, I, I'm curious as to. Yeah, I mean, whatever. If you if you want to know who won Oscars, go look it up. Um. <laughs> Boom. Which is such a, a, a wild, like you five years ago. Right. Imagining I mean, you saying that. Longer ago than that, I used to dress to watch the Oscars. Yes. <laughs> I used Put to down your play own little Oscar red carpet. bingo. <laughs> I used to make an effort to see all the best picture nominees and that's just life is just different now. Mm-hmm. Not to mention what I what I said last week about how I feel about the fact that like the nominations these days are kinda BS. Like it's just like there are other people in the world than white people. Mm-hmm. Now, that is why it's interesting. So I didn't really watch the Oscars. I watched the red carpet a little bit, as I said I was going to. The Around the time the Oscars started, uh, the first hour of the Oscars was against Doctor Who. I write about Doctor Who every week, so I have to watch it live. Okay. Um, and then afterwards, we, we just had stuff to do, whatever. And I turned it on. Oh, we had to watch the show, this show for this week that we're going to talk about. Mm-hmm. And I, I turned it on for a little bit, saw a couple of things, and I was like, I don't know what's going on, and I'm not really happy about this, so whatever. And I'm a little mad <laughs> that I missed it now, because I, the next day I you know, followed up the news. And it seems like, while the Academy is like, we're just going to nominate all the white people, the people who make the telecast were like, all right, well, we're going to be as inclusive as possible. <laughs> So there was all this, like, crazy stuff. First of all, it was another hostless Oscars, mm-hmm. so <clears throat> it, it <laughs> continues to seem like it's not that good of an idea because it makes everything seem that random and there's nobody to, like, tie everything together. Right. Uh, they started it out with an opening number uh, sung by Janelle Monae, um, who is a uh, is a black queer uh, singer. Okay. And um, she did this, like kind of insane performance she started out as like um doing the mr rogers thing where she comes in and like puts on a little cardigan and it's a beautiful day for the oscars Mm -hmm. and then it just transformed into like this otherworldly song that was like more her style but so she was like singing in the aisles and trying to get the celebrities in the first row to sing along with her. And she was wearing this insane flower cape. It was all great, but it was very strange and very like contrasting to the reputation that the the awards themselves have. And there was a lot of stuff like that. There was a during the uh, nominated best songs performances. They had the. Uh, Idina Menzel, who sings the um, Elsa mm-hmm. in, from Frozen. Mm-hmm. They, they had called her, John Travolta call her... Uh, Adele Dezim. Adele Dezim. <laughs> <laughs> they had her come out and sing her nominated song, but in the second verse, she brought out all the women who dub Elsa in other languages for the um, you know, theatrical and Baller. the DVD release. right there. And, j- and have them Best. each sing in their own language. Fantastic. Yeah, it was, it was pretty Which awesome. Which was really awesome they had this uh this guy uh ukarsh ambudkar okay i think that's how you say his name he's an indian comedian rapper actor um they had him come out in the middle of the show this is like one of the very few parts i saw live and do like a rap recap of like the first half of the oscars <laughs> was nice. like, oh. <laughs> and they had quest love like djing there was all this like i don't know what the hell is but it seems like the people who are in charge of the telecast are like, we hear you, and we don't have anything to do with what movies get picked, but we know that you want to see all sorts of different people and all sorts of different types of things. So they tried to provide that. So I guess you know, slight forward progress. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. <laughs> what is uh? So the best picture? Oh, Parasite. Yeah. I I I've never even heard of it. Uh, probably because it's a foreign language film. Oh, that's... And it is the first, uh, non-English Best Picture winner. Okay. Um, I, I, like, I didn't know that that was even, like, eligible, because there was the whole foreign language film, Best Foreign Film, right? Was Isn't that its own yes, category? Yes, it also won that. 
Um, I, I guess it would be kind of weird if it didn't, right? Absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> I think that you, if you're, if you made a film and you want to be nominated for the Oscar, you can you can put your you can put your anything you want up. Hmm. Like you like you can they run um, for your consideration campaigns, hmm. and then the judges pick what the contenders are going to be. So okay. you know, as far as being eligible, I think anything that's a feature film is eligible. But I'm not hmm. sure that this has ever been tried before. No. Um, but yeah, but it won. Uh, I don't know too much about the actual plot, but I I hear that it. <laughs> you're, it's very good. Hear good things. <laughs> yeah, I mean, you don't 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 go to me for actual opinions on movies because I don't get to watch them. I yeah. I was just curious animated. if you had heard anything about it because you know a lot yeah, of I a have. lot of the titles I recognize. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, 1917, Joker. Like, there's a lot of things in there that I recognize, and this was, and I, like every picture, like when you type Oscars 2020, the the usually the main image is the director holding like 27 mm-hmm. awards, mm-hmm. or the the creator of the, the 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 property. So, I was just curious. So yeah, uh, I mean, I heard a, the the only reason I heard about it was because it was getting so much criminal critical acclaim and winning awards at all sorts of other other uh Accolades. award shows there you go gotcha well so but yeah but everybody should go see it i was talking i was doing the water cooler thing on monday <laughs> and you know in in conversation with two women in my office and both of them were like i don't really like subtitles and i was like huh. okay your loss. Yeah. Well, I, I can understand it because if you're if you're if you're a slow reader and you're looking at the, the bottom fifth of the image, you're not really seeing the rest of the picture. I get it. But I don't know. Maybe it, maybe it's only be, uh, maybe I'm extra adept at reading subtitles yeah, like, and, and it, it, watching it is something. a skill. It is a skill. All right, so let's. I want to pop into to our news real quick. Um, I had posted up a, a, an article that I just saw today. Um, we had talked about why the last man coming yeah. to FX that has is being delayed uh, because the lead actor is backing out. Mm-hmm. Who is he? Uh, he? Okay, so he. I'm not familiar with him before, like. Before we started talking about this, he's got a list of credits. I'm pulling up the article right now. Um, yeah, very Keowen. Yeah. Dunkirk, Killing of a Sacred Deer, Chernobyl. Like, like he's got credits. I just, I, I don't recognize him. But now it seems that he is going to be in the Marvel movie, The Eternals. Mm. So there's probably, you know, a scheduling yeah. conflict and... Why the Last Man on FX, a Marvel movie. I I get it. I get it. But being the only male in the show, it's going to be a problem because they may have filmed a scene or two right. with him. So it may, it may not hit its 2020. I think it was 2020 release date. So anymore. Hey, as long as they get it right, that's all that matters to yeah. me. Yeah, because... Like, just- it's do what you got to do. Get it right. Yeah. So, and I, I, I can't. I, I didn't expect this, this kid to to be pulled for that. I'd have. I would have no idea who is going to replace him. So, man, Eternals. I don't know, man. I, I feel I, like they're I, grasping at straws, but we shall see. I haven't been let down yet. So. Yeah, exactly. I haven't been let down yet, but that seems like a weird property to try to make your next big thing. And like, didn't we know. all say that about Guardians, though? Well, I remember when Guardians came out and you're like, that's a weird pull, but that could make a great movie. Eternals, I'm just like, I don't even know what the conflict of Eternals is because it's just a bunch of really powerful celestial beings, right? I, who knows? Mm. I'm sure they'll make it fun because it's Marvel. That's what they do. So yes. I, just, I, I, don't have the, I, I don't have that initial like, yeah, let me find out more about the Eternals. It's like... I, you know, they announced the Guardians movie and then they launched the new Guardians comic and I was like, all right, yeah, I'm going to read these and hey, look at that. This is really great stuff. I can't wait for the movie. They announced the Eternals and I'm, I looked at the characters and said, okay, I'm not interested in any of these people. Yeah, they're, they're, it's a cast of unknowns pretty much. So, 
and I mean, not the actual actors. They're no, all no, 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 no. I mean, I mean, known, the, the, but yeah, the, the, the comic. The, it's there's no yeah, the Superman. Comic there's no Captain America. There's you know, there's nobody to to, to helm that ship, if you will. Yeah, um, there's no recognizable character. I mean, no, granted, it's a. Uh, I think this is a better idea than uh, uh, what was it the Inhumans that they were really trying to stuff down our throats, which I just don't dig the Inhumans. I think Black Bolt's a really neat character with some neat powers, but the rest of them are just like whatever, man. Not my not my bag of tea. Ah, <laughs> uh, well. Speaking of tea, let's head over to England. Karen, you posted up two different articles about the Doctor and the new baddie. Well, not new, per se, but, you know. So, tell me. Explain. Well, the, there's going to just there's gonna be Cybermen. I mean, I don't know how much more there is to say about it than that. They reveal the episode titles mm-hmm. of the last two um, episodes, which are uh, The Ascension of the Cybermen and uh, Timeless Children, which is interesting because they've been talking about this timeless child concept, um, but it as a singular... So, right. Um, I don't know what that's going to be about. This past week on Doctor Who, they um, the plot involved these immortal beings um, giving people nightmares to then uh, produce fear that they like subsist on. Okay. And so Ooh, they I got f- their hands on the Doctor for a second, and her nightmare like they just showed little flashes of it, but it seemed to have something to do with this timeless child concept so it's all very interesting hmm. um, and uh, the only graphic i've seen of the the cyber the new cybermen was that really dark you know mm-hmm. iron man-esque chest light so but you could still see the shape of its head it's got that big old headpiece going mm-hmm. so hopefully and the- yeah i don't know man it's and that there's a I was so excited. I threw the trailer in the feed before I'd even really watched it. I was like, ooh, there's a trailer for the back half of the season. Mm -hmm. And then I watched it and I was like, this tells you absolutely nothing. Nothing. (laughs) It was just like uh, they made some really cute pun about how Doctor Who has mastered surprise. Like, uh aha, the master. Get it? it. Yeah, I got it. Good job. Puns. Yeah. So I mean I'm excited for the uh the, the final three episodes. We shall see. Good. Okay. All right. That about wraps it up. You guys got anything else or sh- or do you want to take a break? I'm good. I can't think of anything else. So I'm yeah. still watching Supernatural. It is still still very supernatural. Supernaturally? Yep. I tried to, I, yeah, I that was that was put on hold in, in my house. <laughs> <laughs> no, we cannot finish it. So okay. Yes, dear. You got it. All right, let's take a quick break. When we get back, we're going to talk about our feature topic, Avenue 5. Stay tuned. Are you enjoying the podcast you're listening to right now? Of course you are. But did you know that it's just one part of an entire network of geek-related goodness? Geekade.com is your one-stop shop for fresh original content no matter what your geek is. Each week you'll find articles and podcasts about comic books, horror movies, X-Men, music, video games, music in video games, Transformers, anime, TV shows, tabletop gaming, wrestling, beer, and more. And hey, if you want to help us create even more original content, please consider supporting us on Patreon. That's available at patreon.com slash geekade. What's your geek? Hey guys, Vestlord Dean DeFalco here to tell you that we have a Twitch. Uh, yeah, Geekade has a Twitch, and we are streaming at least once a week. Uh, every Thursday, we are on from 6 to 11. That's five solid hours of me failing at whatever game is uh, going on that week. You want to see me cry? Twitch.tv slash Geekade. You want to see me achieve a massive victory? Twitch.tv slash Geekade. You want to see me eat food? Mukbang right there. Twitch.tv slash Geekade. Guys, check it out. It's a lot of fun. We got emoticons. uh, We got sub badges. We got all sorts of stuff going on over there. And if you just want to pop in, say hi, give us a follow. You know we really do appreciate it. Trying to uh, spread the love, trying to spread Vestlore Global to a house near you. Maybe even your house. So guys, pop in, say hello, and we'll catch you next time on twitch.tv slash geekade. See you then, guys. Stay Vestly, keep playing games.
GeekAid is looking for some partners. If you have something you'd like to advertise on any of our podcasts, our powerful overlords are ready to talk to you. Send your proposal to mail at geekaid.com with the words podcast ads in the subject line, and our diligent army of trained ants will put you in touch with the head of our advertising department. With a weekly audience that reaches well into the dozens, GeekAid is the perfect place to get your ads into the ears of the right people. Once again, that's mail at geekaid.com. Send your ad in today. And we're back. Thank you so much for checking out the commercials. Let's talk about our featured topic, Avenue 5. All right. I, I don't even know how I came across this show, but all I saw was the, the, the cover image, and it was Hugh Laurie wearing a captain suit, and I'm like, I'm in. I will give this at least half a watch. And I okay. How did you guys feel about it? <laughs> because I, I know how. Like I have successfully watched them, all of them that I have available to me. But I can't say that it's really good. I can't say that it's bad. I have laughed a couple of times. I I just I keep watching it, and I don't know why. I don't know why either. Yeah. Uh... I made an attempt at watching some more of it at work mm-hmm. because the thing is, is that Hugh Laurie is great on it. He is. Like he is, he's the the whole, the, we're watching the first episode and he slips up in his accent and I'm thinking like, that was, that's really like uncharacteristic of Hugh Laurie to like have mm-hmm. a slip up with his accent because, you know, he did, he did house that whole time mm-hmm. and he wasn't a hundred percent flawless all the time, but you'd think that. You know, on an HBO show of this caliber, they would have like done another take or something. And then when that turned out to just be a part of his character, that, that was are, a really. Are you Australian? <laughs> I'm English. Oh and then, fuck! <laughs> and they and they the way they they bring that back in the the following episodes are is also really funny. How he's like he's constantly going in and out of different accents with different people, and it's like confusing everyone around him. And I like that a lot. I love his character on this show is great. Mm-hmm. I hate everyone else. <laughs> Every single other person is just the pits. Yeah, I, I, it, I'm. Oh, I'm trying to like <clears throat> um, Matt. The 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 skinny kid, the that, customer relation guy that yes. was uh, on I'm, the office. I didn't like him on the office. I I just I don't like that guy. So Josh, that's Josh just Glenn, never Gad's character. Nope, not doing I, it for I me. I do not find Josh Gad funny outside of Olaf from Frozen. Like okay, and even that surprises me that I'm able to enjoy him on <laughs> I, Frozen. I just don't like him. You didn't see the live action Beauty and the Beast. He was a pretty good LeFou. He was. I'll give him that. Yes, <laughs> but I agree with you. Josh Gad is a seasoning, not a main dish. No, so I'm not. I'm not digging on him. I especially hate the Karen character. Like, what did they just see the internet meme about a like horrible women named Karen and say, let's just put that? I want to see your manager, Karen. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, she's awful. And she's not funny. No. There's nothing funny about it. She's in this like horribly emotionally abusive and manipulative relationship with her spineless husband. (laughs) It was, it's awful. There's nothing even vaguely funny about this character. And then there's the, the other two that are constidently fighting because the wife cheated on the yeah. husband or something. Nope. Not doing did it. We, that's not we, funny. Did we need two miserable couples of white people? Like, yeah, like, like uh, what the hell? Why do we want to watch a couple of entitled miserable white couples? Do we really... Who wants to watch that? Because it's not me. I don't want to watch that. I... I and I kind of like the engineer Billy. woman. Like I, Billy, that's, yeah, I kind of like I, her. I was just about to say, like I like her character as the show progresses. Like I made it halfway through episode three, and I said, I, I'm not doing this anymore. I'm just, I don't want to watch this anymore. <laughs> and, and, like you could tell that certain gags. They, I mean, I was, I'm sorry to like be <laughs> like jumping around past the ep- the specific episode we're talking about, but like. I feel like in a better show, the gag about the um, the 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 corpses mm-hmm. was effectively like, oh, the ship has its own gravitational pull, so the coffin is just going to keep orbiting the ship for all time. Yeah, like there's it's it missed, 
and it missed yeah. the first time, and then they did it three more times. And then they did times. it again, yeah. Now there's three more corpses flying around, and like, I get that on paper that might have been funny, but it, it doesn't work. Like, so much of this show doesn't work. I t- and it bums me out because I want to watch a cool Hugh Laurie show. Yeah, like I liked the I liked the theory of the show that this this giant ship something has gone horribly wrong. Hugh the Hugh Laurie character is supposed to be the captain that saved this other ship, but <laughs> that's not the case because he's just he is, an actor. He's just that's an actor playing cool. the captain because the actual captain who is an engineer is really not a people person, and he dies within the first three minutes of the show by stabbing himself accidentally with his yeah. own like and why is it possible for the flips the ship's gravitational field to flip why well i, how think, is that I a, feel like how is there a graphic for that on their computer first and foremost like i don't, I don't know man i don't know i don't know and i feel like we should have been introduced to the character slightly more before killing him off so that we could maybe go Oh yeah, that makes sense that he was the captain and no, we're just Well, I mean, I'm I'm kind of okay with that cuz that helps with the reveal of a I don't know, I just feel like it helps with the reveal that Hugh Laurie is a freaking actor that Josh Gad hired to No, Josh to, didn't jo, jo, well, he told someone to hire him. Right. He was like, "I that get that guy." Uh because and, he was hired by Joe on Avenue 3. Yeah. Because Joe Joe's always been the captain. <laughs> uh, I try not to um, pay attention to criticism of a show I know we're going to talk about. Mm-hmm. Um, but I didn't know we were going to talk about this when I heard an episode of a podcast about it. Okay. So I knew going in that I was like, this other podcast that I like didn't like this show. So I don't feel very good about it. And then they were right. <laughs> I, I do, I, and I don't. It's. I keep watching it. Like, I watched all three again today. Why? I don't know. <laughs> There's so many other things you could be doing with I, your time. And and every at the end of every episode, you get that little HBO preview of the next episode. I'm like, oh, that could be better. That, that was kind of what got me going a little bit. Like, well, you know... There's not. It's not like it's got bad ideas. Like maybe, it, maybe it goes somewhere. Maybe it gets better from here, but it just keeps not. It just and it's not even like, it's not getting worse. It's getting the same. Yeah, it's not improving at all, and it's like, it's just barely not bad enough to be, you know, bad. Yes, that's just it. It's, <laughs> it's not Seafy. Yeah, not, we're it's not, not there. like aggressively awful or anything like that. It's just like, this is just kind of not great. And it it sucks that that's the situation because you know there there's 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 people on this show you know mm-hmm. there's there's some names involved and you can tell that I feel like I understand why every single person took these roles yeah. I understand why anybody who saw the the idea of this show like oh this is going to be a sort of a sci-fi comedy with Hugh Laurie as a fake space captain like yeah I want to watch that show that sounds like a great idea for a show mm-hmm. but. You know, it is unfortunately I not. I did like the. All right, so there's the there's the cast in space, and then there's the cast on Earth, and uh-huh. there's the that woman who's running the Judd Corporation NASA thing. Uh-huh. Like she got that she got that big flat triangular hairstyle, and the speed at which she transfers from talking to one person to another to another. I liked her character especially as i watch like i've watched the the next couple of episodes you see her getting more and more broken yeah like at one point in time she was in the fetal position on the floor <laughs> i tell you they really they're really proud of themselves for that 20 second delay joke uh, like they're really proud of that yeah yeah i mean it's 26 don't seconds take something that's like exists in real life and is annoying and then try and make it funny it's not gonna work no. But like uh, I, you haven't seen the other episodes, they keep running that joke uh. multiple times per episode because they just think it's hilarious. Well, they did make a point of establishing that it can't be fixed, mm-hmm. so of course now they've got to keep keep it up. Um, the style of this show uh, is very recognizable to me. It's by um, Armando Iannucci, who made Veep and mm-hmm. uh, The Thick of It, mm-hmm. and like it's it's like. Okay, 
I, I see the DNA of this show. I see this guy's style. And that's another thing that I think would have attracted people to work on this project is like, oh, you got to work with this guy. He's a genius. And I think he is. But I think I don't know what happened with this show. Uh, this if without Hugh, maybe it's just his his um, style doesn't work with this premise. Maybe. I I don't know. I, I, I know without Hugh, this show would be unwatchable for me. Complete that hard agree. Absolutely. Like because you know, and, and you're right. Like he keeps making the 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 flubs with his accent, and they make reference to it a number of times. The first time was funny, but then there's a there's a reveal later where he's like, "Oh crap! I didn't explain to you, to you this specific person that I'm talking to that you know that I'm like, okay, like that's that's a recycled gag, and it was borderline funny the first time. Uh, well, they can't all be winners, people. They really can't. I am. I. I. This is. This will be one of those things that's in my collection as three episodes and probably it. But yeah, I, I am glad that you picked it because I. I'm. I, I'm glad I've seen it because I always. I will have always wanted to have seen it. Mm-hmm. You know, because it's this weird Hugh Laurie space thing, and maybe other people didn't like it, but you know, other people didn't like other space and. Here we are, and that dude from other spaces in this. Which one? Um, what's it? Uh, the the guy who played the android in uh, other space. The the one who told him they can get back in six weeks. Oh yeah, yeah, six months. Six months. Yeah. The one so. who has. And <laughs> what the hell happened to your trousers? That guy. Yeah. See, like, it's a shame. It could have been. It could have been great. Something is missing, and I can't tell you exactly yeah, what it is. It's got all the pieces, but we need a good space comedy. We do, and like, and like I'm looking at the IMDb, and where was that the criticism? Uh, I think this was funnier when it was called Galaxy Quest or even The Orville. Now I haven't seen another episode of The Orville since we talked about it when it first came out, but I have seen me some Galaxy Quest, and this is no Galaxy Quest. Hmm. No, it is not. So, well, Hugh, swing and a miss, brother. Sorry. None for me, thanks. Damn shame. Yeah. yeah. Well, it's a bummer. It is what it is. Now we know. And as G.I. Joe would say, knowing is half of the battle. So <laughs> let's, let's try, let's, 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 let's do better for next week. How about that? And that's no pressure on you, Karen. <laughs> <laughs> Yikes. All right. Well, that's that's all I got. I d- I knew that this wasn't going to be a long talk because if I and I'm really forgiving on it. I knew if I wasn't if I was on it, you guys would know. Yeah, chances <laughs> are we weren't going to dig it either. Yeah. Yeah. So, all right. That's it, Chris. Let's wrap this show up. Okay, you, you can get in touch with us at com, as well as all flavors of social media that we inhabit. You can like us on Facebook, you can find us on Instagram at Geekade, subscribe to our YouTube and Twitch channels for all our latest video content, and you can follow us specifically at Twepcast. Or you can follow us individually on all kinds of uh, social media platforms. I am on Twitter at Chris. Uh, you can find me on StoneAgeGamer.com. You can find my uh, other podcasts, uh, all, all kinds of good stuff. Uh, what about you, Karen? Where can people find you on the internet? Shoot underscore the underscore moon is me, and STM Stitches is my uh, crafty account. Hey, what about you, Evan? On all the social medias is geekade underscore Evan. Yay! Oh, if you're interested in more information about anything we discussed tonight, be sure to check out our show notes. And while you're at it, you can also subscribe to this and any of our other wonderful podcasts on iTunes, Spotify, or Stitcher, where if you're super nice, you can leave us a review because any and all feedback is welcome and appreciated. Again, always remember to keep your eyes on geekade.com for more fresh, original content. Back to you, Evan. Thank you so much, Chris. Karen, it is that time. What is the homework? Um, okay, I think we've reached the point in history where enough people have seen it and we need to talk about it before whatever. So, uh, let's watch The Witcher. Um, I'm gonna go with season one, episode three, Betrayer Moon. Okay. Okay. Episode. Good, good call. 
Thank I, you. I can't remember which one is that. Which one is that? That's the one it's where Yennefer becomes Yennefer. Is there a... Mm, all right, we'll talk about it afterwards. Okay. <laughs> because there's like certain... like. Mm, all right, Moon. Betrayer Moon. Okay, there it is, people. There's your homework for this week. The Witcher, <laughs> season one, episode three. Uh, Betrayer Moon. That's it. Thank you so much for joining us this week. From all of us here at this week's episode, I'm Evan. I'm Karen. I'm English. <laughs> Good night. And this concludes our broadcast day.